guys, today I'm going to read chapter 4 of The Shakespeare Stealer. So here I go. We, we rode on until at last dew damp and bone weary. We came upon a small inn where we took a room for what remained for, for the night. In the morning after breaking fast with pulled beef and ale, we set out once more, still heading south. My thighs were chaffed raw from the contest motion of the horse and every sinew and muscle ached fiercely. About midday, I got up enough courage to ask, where will we be, when will we be there? The stranger gave me a glowing glance. We will be there when we get there. Even in daylight, I saw little his face, saw little of his face, for he never pulled back the hood, except by a kick accident. I did, however, memorize every square inch of the back of his cloak. I dis- despaired of that day ever reaching its end but of course it did and with it our journey just as the sun rounded the corners of the earth we came around a bend in the road and before us lay the landscape of the stark stark steepless and thatched roofs glowing golden in the last rays of the sun more building more buildings than i had ever seen in one place is this london then i asked forgetting in my atonishment the commandment to to hold my tongue unexpectedly the stranger laughed Hardly, it, it's only Lysitir. I've heard of that, I said, feeling like an ignorant lumpkin. Before we quite entered town, we turned off the road and down a narrow lane to the substantial house sur- sur- surrounded by a high hedge. The stranger guided our horse down Cobble down a cobbled walk to a sta- stable nearly as imposing as the house. I was scarcely able to believe that we had reached our destination, but the stranger dismounted and snapped. Don't sit there like a dolt. Get down. My legs were in such a condition that they ducked under me. The stranger seized my arm and all but dragged me to the rear of the house. As we came around the corner, we nearly ca- coiled 
foiled with with a dust husky youth who was headed for the stable. He stepped aside quickly and and bobbled his head apologetically. You're back then. I I'll see your horse horse horse, sir. Give her an extra ration of oats. She's had a hard trip. Right, sir. The boy tried to be on his way, but the master stopped him. Adam, yes, sir. Your p- place is in the stable. Stay out of the kitchen. I will, sir. He hurried off. Lazy swad, the man muttered. He entered the suspicious kitchen, lit not by rushlights, but by actual candles. A pla- plain young woman in a linen apron and cap was busy at the fireplace. We'll be waiting supper, Libby, the man told her. The boy will have his room. The garret? The girl asked. The man nodded, briskly turned, and was gone. The girl looked me over curiously. Where are you from? Brewick in Elmet. She raised her eyebrows as though I'd said I came from the Antiopids. Where's that? Up Yorkshire Way, near Leeds. I see, she said, as if that explained something. My appearance, perhaps, or my speech. Well, come. Best you best get you to your room. I'm I'm to have a room of my of my own. It looks that way, doesn't it? She picked up the candle and led me through the pantry and up a set of steps which in my exhaustion I was I was hard put to climb to a small uh, attic room here you are it's not so not much it could have been a pit full of snakes for all I cared the moment she was gone, I blew out the candle and collapsed it on the bed. I expected to be shaken awake at the crack of dawn, but when I finally woke, the sun was streaming where I was, struck my head on the low ceiling, and sat down again. For several minutes, I remained there, holding my head and letting my mind adjust to, the, to these new and strange surroundings. A predator bowl of cold meat, carrots, and potatoes sat beside the bed. I gobbled it in a trice, then tried standing again. My legs felt uncertain, and my foot still pained me. Hearing footfalls on the stairs, I straightened myself and tried to look as though I had been up for hours and 
awaiting my master's call. But my visitor was only the stable boy. He thrust my bundle of clothing into my arms. I'd put on something clean if I was you, he said. You smell. It seemed wicked to don my Sunday grab on an ordinary day, but it was all I had. A bundle had been tampered with, untied and hastily with, untied and hastily retired. I spread the clothing out on my bed and found my wallet, which had contained my meager savings. The money was gone every farthing. Though I was sure it was the stable boy's doing, I knew better than to say so. I was a new, the new boy here, and I, and I had long since learned that new boys have no rights. I would have to content myself with cur- cursing him roundly and silently. When I carried my dirty clothing downstairs, the girl called Libby took them and gingerly dropped them in a basket. The master said to bring you to him as fast as you as fast as you were up, but I expect you want to be fed first. I've eaten that was in what was in the bowl. She clucked her tongue. That was last night's supper, you ninny. You were asleep when I brought it up. I shrugged. It served well enough as breakfast. Dinner, more like. It, it's nearly noon. Come then. We, as we passed from the kitchen into a great open room, I said, Will uh, be cross with me, do you wish? She cast me a same doubtful glance she, she'd given when I told her where I hailed from. Wiss? I, I said, wondering what she found so strange in the word I used all my life. Libby led me up a, 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 a wide staircase to a large gallery which a, a dozen windows and tapestries hung between them. I can't say whether he'll be cross or no. He is a queer one, the master is. She turned and whispered, not to tell him I said so now. I made a cross over my heart as proof that I would not. She, we stopped before a panel door on which the girl knocked lightly. Enter, a vo- called a voice from within. And th- the girl motioned me inside. As Libby pushed the door shut, she set 
sent me an encouraging wink. The room in which I found myself was so foreign that I might have stepped into another land. A soft carpet covered the floor. Two of the paneled walls were hung with pictures. The other two were obscured top to bottom by more books than I than I could have suspected existed in all of England. But if this was it if this is but let us see here I thought what must London be like? So odd what I was what that I was a moment before my eyes fell on the figure that at the wristing death bent over some close task. Which, he said without turning, I swallowed nervously. nervously. I, come sit down. I was almost at a man's side before he looked up from his papers. I stared dumbly at him. This was not the fearsome stranger who had brought me here. This was a mild-looking man with a well-trimmed beard and a balding head of hair of an odd reddish hue. He smiled slightly at my observious bewilderment. My name is Simon Bass, he said. I'm your new master. So that was chapter four. Bye guys, see you later. See you later, see you later, see ya. See ya later. Bye guys.